All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. It is right on the cusp for me here. Today's day 26. Ooh, I gotta take my picture. I uh, had some labs this morning, so I had to run out before I hit the, hit the bathroom. You know what I mean? Gotta go pee in a cup. So um, I had a conversation last night with a friend of mine. Oh, he walked about six miles. And uh, one of her issues was, hey, if you raise your voice, I immediately shut down. And I no longer listen to you. To anybody. Doesn't matter who you are, what you're doing. If your voice <laughs> hits a certain decibel, my brain goes, dude, this is a violent or hostile uh, environment. I need to find a way out. And my brain starts going from, hey, what's this person talking about, to fight or flight. And I'm going to start flighting. So, uh, anger. We're going to talk about some anger today. Reason for it is there's things that happen in life and you just react. Okay? That's natural. You have a reaction. Uh, your body, you know, when you scare somebody and they react, a lot of times it's, it's pretty fucking funny. Uh, cringe up, your eyeball shuts, you know, I mean, that's a natural knee-jerk reaction, meaning your skeleton does something and takes you along for the ride and you're just kind of hanging on. So, you don't have any, you know, um, choice in the matter what it does or anything of that nature. However, that is the reaction that happens very beginning and then your brain goes, okay, I now have control over this situation. Now I am doing this on purpose. So anything after that initial reaction, which is one to two seconds long, is you. And you can't blame that on anything else. Oh, I have a short fuse. Oh, it burns hot. You know, I've said these words myself. I said them last night. I do have a short fuse. I have low, low patience. Um, I have a lot more patience than I used to. But, you know, for some things, I just can't, you know, dude, you're doing this. You, come on. You're doing this still. Come on. Okay, that's it. Um, I have a lot more patience for this train that's in the background uh, than I should. But you know what? There's nothing I can do about it. So I'm not going to worry about it. So we say we have a situation that's going on and we're frustrated. And all of a sudden something happens. Boom. One, two seconds. Okay. Then we have... We're done reacting, and now we are doing. We are no longer the passenger. We are now the driver. Every relationship, that can be a, a romantic relationship, a friendship, a co-worker relationship. You know, any relationship is a relationship. So um, there's, multi there's multiples. Um, the ebb and flow of this has good and bad periods. So when something happens that potentially could be negative... You react, and then you start driving. The complex, you have your own issues, and then you react, and then you start communicating. Whether or not you are scared, and then you're upset about the fact that you were scared, or you're angry the fact that, you're, that you were scared, that's my issues. I don't like being scared. Uh, I have some trauma in the past, so I don't like it. I don't like people creeping up behind me and touching me or that nature. I get scared, and then, and then I get, you know, visibly 
flustered. I mean, my whole face gets red, and it's not because I'm blushing or whatever. It's because I'm, I'm angry. Um, these are things that people who know me know not to do, and people who don't know me do it, and then they, they learn their lesson. Um, so when you're feeling angry during some sort of conversation, I like to call them conversations other than arguments, because what is an argument? It's basically two people having a conversation, and anger gets involved. Um, anger is expressed in a couple different ways, but honestly, those ways are boiled down into only a few, you know, one, two or three, actually three. And, um, we can communicate better and, and really establish that mutual understanding between a couple people. So a couple different ways is passive aggressive is one of them. Okay. This is, this is really ridiculous because people really just. They do it on, well, everything, all this stuff is on purpose, okay? Nobody's doing this stuff on accident. Um, Passive-aggressive is a style of, of anger when you're literally just withholding something. And it, from whoever's in the relationship with you, by failing to do whatever it is that they're wanting you to do. So, hey, can you go do this? And then you don't do it on purpose. And then that's just be, that's being passive-aggressive. And that's present, that's showing your anger of whatever level by not doing something that you're being asked politely to do. Um, like you have a date night and you show up late on purpose. What, what the hell? You know, you're already, you're already doing all the work to go there. Well, might as well be early, you know? Plus if you're a man and you get to see a woman coming in and you get to stand up and pull out your, pull out the chair for her and she gets to sit down and you're like, I got this, you know? There's nothing better. There's just nothing better. So don't fucking do that. Or you might hold back your thoughts and feelings during an argument. And that person's trying to engage and you're not. You tend to minimize or some sort of, or deny the anger when somebody else is free and flowing with theirs. So this style might seem harmless might not seem like it's as bad as somebody or some of the other types of angers, but it does the exact same because it's damaging. Because it's honestly preventing any kind of communication and it really makes it hard to empathize with your partner. Communication is key between a relationship. If you can't communicate properly, you're not going to do very well. And if you're withholding on purpose, all that's doing is, is stopping that communication from going forward. That's passive-aggressive. Cold anger. This style happens when you're just upset, but you are just sitting there and you're simmering. Now, it's gone from hot to really hot, it's cold. Does that make sense? When you're refusing to talk about it, you've withdrawn inside so deep, your partner, you can't even get, you might even get secret pleasure out of punishing them while they're sitting, while you're sitting there and they're trying to work to get you some sort of response from you. So this kind of anger is really, really bad because it's a disconnect. It's kind of like passive aggressive whether you're withholding, but you're sitting there and you're simmering and you're just freaking snow is pouring off of you because it's really difficult. Because you go hours to days sometimes without even freaking talking. 
but you're furious while you're doing it. It's very easy to tell when somebody's upset. You can feel it from across the room. There's a thundercloud above them. There's another not doing the things that they used to. You can just tell. And if you don't have the emotional intelligence to figure it out, learn some. The last one. This one's bad. This type of anger is the hostility environment. When you act out in loud, forceful voices, you express yourself when people or the situations are limited or not meeting any kind of expectations. That situation then creates even more anger and then escalates then and then inevitably then you have a then you have a monster on your hands because it takes its life on uh, takes you know creates an an entity and then it gets loose. That hostility begins and then creates violence because once that level gets reached and it takes its life on its own, who knows what'll go from there. When you're in a relationship and you can kind of tell what your partner's anger style is, first, we, we as human beings should learn how to calm down and not yell. We can get angry. It's an emotion. Emotions happen no matter what. We have to be able to handle that emotion. It's important to know your partner's anger style because he can help you with your anger and help with your relationship because this is all important with pandemic. People on people, everybody's spheres are interlocking because we're all in the same house. Once you understand how people communicate during an argument, then you can start improving on how those arguments or conversations, as I call them, can kind of stay conversations and not getting getting into any of these three types of anger. It's important to identify any kind of differences that you guys have when you express anger or indicate, hey, I really don't like it when this happens ahead of time. So you can go, okay, hey, I'm getting here. Hey, I see this happening in my partner. Hey, I know this is definitely not going to work out the way that I want it to. So I need to, I need to stop. I need to, I need to walk away, go whatever, and cool off. When you identify the differences with those differences in mind, you can kind of change your style so that you can avoid escalating. Our job during a conversation that's getting a little wild is to de-escalate the situation. Some people use humor. Some people see humor when they have when they hear humor in an argument it does not work for them. It is the opposite. So you need to understand when you're trying to do something that's good and it's not working, try another tactic. And don't crack jokes cuz you know, it could be negative. After the argument, you want to talk to him within the hour. Within the hour. 
You want at least some sort of cool down period up to at least 30 minutes. But don't let it go beyond an hour because then they're still frustrated. If it does, you might trigger another even deeper issue that hasn't been resolved. See, we're all about resolving issues. And what we need to do, that cool down allows us to bring down our, our internal temperature. Then we go talk about it while our temperature is normal. And then we can put that issue to rest. And then we can move on with our life. If our temperature is normal, but that issue is still there, that thing starts arcing up and our temperature rises again. And then we're back right where we started. After you reconnect after an argument, all you got to do is talk openly and honestly, like I was talking about in my previous podcast about honesty, communication, recognize the misunderstanding, create some room for compromise, and then agree to disagree. There's nothing wrong. If you have an, a conversation and you are very steadfast on your point and you ask your partner, okay, could you please uh, give me your side so that I can understand and they give you your side, their side, excuse me, make sure you have it in yourself to understand where they're coming from. If Even if you know you're right, if you know you're wrong, or if you know nothing, you can always accept somebody else's side of a conversation. doesn't matter. They may have more experience, some experience, different experiences to share, which would change the paradigm of what they're talking about. So it's always a never changing thing in communication. Something's always going to change. So your point may change if you like it or not. So don't ever stick it in the mud and say, this will be here for a thousand years because it'll move in a second. Just make sure that you're um, capable of allowing that to move. Let go. Let it go. There you go. There's some Disney singing out there. Let it go. Let go of your pride and anger and give your partner the benefit of the doubt. You can be steadfast to your point. By all means, confidence is sexy. It really is. Having confident and having a conversation does not mean, hey, I will always think that I am right and you are always wrong. Okay? It means that, hey, I'm confident in what I'm saying and I sound confident. This is just from past experiences. But I will always listen to your side of the story and I will always take it in consideration. Let go of your pride and anger and give your partner the benefit of the doubt. By doing this as often as you can for those conversations, you might be amazed by how that communication can improve. And then how quickly you can get back to having, hey, a healthy, happy relationship. That is the freaking goal, people. Anger starts off as a reaction to outside stimuli. And then you start putting your two cents in and start doing dumb shit. Well, calm down, take a deep breath, count to 10, count sheep, think about something you really like doing, breathing techniques, do a quick meditate, 
maybe next time I'll do how we can calm down some anger. But with the anger, all you got to do is recognize it. Okay, I'm getting angry. All right, that's the first step. That's the hardest thing to do. Because once you find yourself in anger, you can go, well, this is dumb. Why the hell am I angry? Because the flip-flop was upside down when I tried to put my foot in it. I don't, I don't know. Something dumb. It's got to be something dumb. If we really sit down and analyze all the reasons why we were upset, we go, dude, I'm, I'm such a diva. This is, this is no reason for me to waste my energy getting upset. And I would probably agree with you. So, react. Once you're done, you get a hold of your body and start being driver. Don't get angry. If you get angry, that's fine. Calm down. Recognize. Once you recognize that you're angry, don't raise your voice. If you're raising your voice, realize you're raising your voice. One of the techniques to learn in the military, if somebody's yelling at you, start talking softer. Because people can't hear you if you're talking softer and they're yelling. It's actually a really, really good technique in customer service as well. If you got somebody really frustrated and they're friggin' screaming at you because their bill is stupid high and you want them to bring it down about eight decibels, 20 decibels, well, drop your voice down so they have to hear you and then they'll match your level. You can always do that. So, anger. There's passive aggressive, there's kind of holding it, withholding. Cold anger, sitting there simmering, and then hostility is when you're just a banshee and you've got all this voice going out and and then that's making you upset and then it just keeps going and going and going. So those are the three kinds of anger. Why don't we just be good humans and work on our anger and that way we have better communication while we're kind of holed up for this pandemic that's gathering for round two, okay? So anger. Not let it be the monster. Not let it be the monster. We are the drivers.